For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 138. Woo! Yes. We're back. We're back. We had a week off. We're sorry. like to say it was for a good reason, but it's probably just uh, shitty planning I on blame my myself. part. So. No, no, I blame myself, because I got everyone all psyched up for the movie today. Yep. We were all jazzed for it. Yep. That is very true. We looked at the library, and against all odds, both, for, both uh, copies of it were out of the library and you had to wait for it yeah very true uh should i read the description of this movie and have people guess what the heck we watch sure let's do that all right this is this is the back cover of the dvd uh back cover of the dvd here so in the darkly futuristic world the rules are simple kill or be killed hard-hitting action superstar blank stars as tore up a ruthless mercenary hired to smuggle a mysterious young woman from the post-apocalyptic confines of Eastern Europe to the glittering megalopolis of New York City. Hunted at every turn, tore up transports his charge across a nightmarish wasteland, only to uncover a shocking secret that will bring the entire world to its knees. Eye-popping action and mind-blowing science fiction clash head-on in this hard-edged thriller where the only rule... Is survival. Accurate. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Does it describe this movie? I don't know. Probably not. But no. It's what they put on there. Uh, so let you guys mull that over in your brains. Try to think about what we watched. And anybody got anything new? Anybody do anything exciting? Bowling's ended. So Jamie and I are pretty much just like, what do we do with our lives now? Yeah. We came out with it with a grand total of one Culver's gift card. Not a sponsor, and that was basically it because we earned so little Ooh. money this year because we were terrible. Don't worry, dude. We also got, I don't know if you can see that, 36 bucks. 36 total dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably each spent, what, over 1000 I spent $36 easily. in like two weeks out of 25 weeks or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and all so. the other teams took all that money from us, basically. Pretty much is what it is, but what can you do? How about but you? I it was the highest. I ended the season with my highest average ever. Congratulations. Ever. On, the, on the last day, I had blipped up to the top of the peak. So I'm pretty good. I feel pretty good about I'm that. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. Proud of you. Uh, how about any of you other guys? You guys do anything else exciting? I debuted my brand new Twitch channel yesterday. Yeah, you did. Dude, you want to plug it right now? I do, and in honor of uh, our our movie being about ads, has ad in the title. Uh, this can be my ad, uh, but check out twitch.tv slash Brahmatron, B-R-O-M as in Michael, A-T-R-O-N as in Nancy, you of all people. Um, check it out, Brahmatron, uh, Beta Cuck Investments. We are getting into the world of collectibles and alternative investments, and uh Predominantly going to be cracking a bunch of uh, Magic the Gathering booster boxes, but uh, I'll dabble into some other things as well. Uh, but had a great turnout and had a great time last night uh, with 
uh, several of uh, you guys were able to, to tune in, but uh, turned out very good. I'm excited, and uh, I'm going to be doing it. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking Mondays and Wednesdays. So um, give us a give us a watch. Okay, time to get turned up, baby. So that's a hell of a that's a hell of a person to follow up with. Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> um, I guess you could say I did fiddle around more with um, with um, some of these. Nice. Oh, that's why we call you the fiddler. Yeah. Fiddling around all the time. And wonderful. Then we got some of uh, some of these down here. Uh, you know. Nice. Oh. Appropriate, appropriate for this movie. Very appropriate for this movie. And one more. I get one more. I get one more. And you guys have to guess the sound. Nah, you don't have to guess. Yes, you do. What's this? That's a kiss. Is that a chipmunk? Kiss. Oh. That's a kiss sound? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow, now it's getting greasy. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow that's my follow-up <laughs> yeah i know yeah are you wait do you have a stream that i can follow because that sounds great it's it's just that it's, a bunch of sound it's just that it's just <laughs> oh my Zach god doesn't communicate right. with anybody in the audience or anything he just laughs at his own sound effects right i'll do that you'd have Chocolate. an audience for sure that'd be good all right should we what the hell are we even doing What's the time? Listeners probably thinking. Yeah, is it time? I think it might be time. Let's just do it. Oh, but yeah, it's time. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. And if you guessed it by Brom saying there's ad in the title, we did watch... Babylon ad. Let's go. Hell of a movie. Brown's excited. Wait, can I ask, has anyone else seen this before? Oh, Fish God, on? no. I'd nope. seen um, bits and pieces. I don't know if this might have played on like the BGSU uh, movie channel or something. Because <laughs> this would have been when I, uh, this would have been my freshman year at college. But I do remember a few bits and pieces, like the uh, the the nunnery scene and then... Um, the the end battle in the streets of uh, New York. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I had, in my mind we had just watched this. For I, I guess you guys, do you know that we have a? It's a web, I have a website. It's called BadMovieTwins.com. Plugs. Wow, that's bad, Dude, bad I need movie to plug something. But I thought this would have been like, oh yeah, you watched Babylon and Dia. I've been like, I don't know, like five years ago, six years ago, full blown ten years ago. We watched ten years ago Babylon eighty two thousand eleven when we started Bad Movie Twins. This was in the first year, in the first set of movies we ever watched, Babylon 80. And I didn't remember anything except for the scene at, like, the club in Siberia. That was the only scene I remembered. Where I was like, oh, I do remember this. Siberia Club. Dang, dude. Yeah. I mean, did you when you watched did you get to see this one? Raw and uncut? 
Is that the version you got to watch before? Is that what that's what we watched this time? <laughs> that's what we watched was oh. raw and uncut, baby. Yeah, that's right. Because this was how long was this one? Like a uh, hundred minutes or something? About it was long. Yeah, so I guess we we got we saw the full runtime. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Probably not. I have no idea. Well, it's pretty magical. I'll say that. I wonder what they added or what was cut. I guess yeah, could figure it out. Yeah, what could have been cut from this? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so stars Vin Diesel and the connection to the last movie we did, Michelle Yao. Yao? Is that how you pronounce it? And then, I think it's sure. Yo. Yo. And then uh, Melanie Thierry is really the only other main character. Um, then there's like Lambert Wilson and, and Mark Strong and some other people. But What about the big, the big boss guy? The big boss guy with the... Looks like a fake nose, but I don't think it's fake. He was oh. nominated for Best Actor in the 90s. Yeah. Gerard Depardieu. Yes. Gerard Depardieu. At first, I thought that was a fake nose. And then I started looking at pictures, and I'm like, I think that's real. Yeah. And then it was directed by Matthew Kasowitz, and he notably kind of disowned the movie. Surprisingly, really? he didn't take his name off of it. It's very prominent in... And everything about it, and it says like film by, and at the end it's like to my daughters, uh, and all that stuff. But he made a. Did you guys? Did you guys see total he, shit. He made a he made a documentary about the making of the film. It's called Fucking Kasovitz. That's what it's called. It's all in French though, so you can find it on YouTube. But it doesn't. Are have you subtitles. serious? Wait, right this, now? this is a yeah, real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, but it doesn't have subtitles, so I didn't know what they were saying. But it's oh. he, he made a documentary, kind of to say like they fucked me over on this. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. He hated it. He well, hated it. Well, he still put it out in front of us so we could watch it. So right. he said he he, he hated it because. Oh no! Because what? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh! Nice. Oh, what, what's what do we got there? Huh? There's a little. Little bit of boom. All right. All right. Should we get into this? Anyone else have anything to say before we jump right into this guy? I cannot wait to talk to you guys about the DVD extras oh. on this movie. Is that for our new podcast? Extra, extra. Yeah. By Jamie <laughs> yep, and Kyle. There we go. We can do that. Yeah. That's we can plug that. That's what I'm going to plug. Right. Extra, I would be extra. way down for that. I love DVD extras. Well, wait till you hear about these. Good. That's like it reminded me. I got I finally got Pumpkinhead two Bloodwings from the library, and it has a it had a commentary for Pumpkinhead two, and I was like, seriously, yes, director commentary. I'm in, into it. That's wild. I, I got a that. question. Yeah, Jamie, did you ever watch? Do you remember ever have any memories of like watching a horror film as a kid and it actually scaring you? Yeah, no, as as like a kid, and even even yeah. further now nowadays, I watch a horror film, and I'm not super scared. I'm watching all the Friday or Nightmare on Elm Streets right now, and they're kind of silly and fun. But uh, the one as a kid, I'm sure I, I didn't watch too many. I didn't like horror films as a kid, so I very, I rarely watch them. Why do you, Why do you ask? I don't know. Like you were t- you talked about Pumpkinhead too, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like I want. I just popped in my head. I was like, I wonder if Jamie's ever 
been scared by a movie like a kid. Like I remember when I was five, I saw Jurassic Park and I lived in the woods. That movie terrified the shit out of me. I was right, afraid right, raptors dinosaurs? raptors were going to kill me for a long yeah, time. Because dinosaurs live in the woods. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, no. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead's a great movie. If people want to see a kind of a funny, fun uh, horror film, Pumpkinhead's a great one. Seek out Pumpkinhead. It's on Tubi. Tubi TV right now. Watching Pumpkinhead. Is it kind of like Thanks Killing on that same level? No, or no, no. It? It's, it's serious. It was directed by a, a fam- oh. world famous uh, makeup artist. Um, and it's his, I think it's his only directorial effort. So it's very much about the monster. So it's a lot of monster effects and stuff like that. But okay. it's fun. I mean, it's got a really good story. Like the this concept is good. Anyways, we're a little off track. Should we get into Babylon? We really are. I'm about Babylon to start ID. your timer right now. All right. So it's 2027, according to Wikipedia. And uh, Torop, uh, played by Vin Diesel, he is a mercenary. And we know he's cool because he sleeps with a gun. And it's kill or be killed up here in Russia as he walks around. And he basically like is like, hey, you sold me a bum gun. You give me my money back. And the guy's like, oh, no, no, Torop, you're like so cool. And he gives him money back. Then he buys like a rabbit and he's making all kind of rabbit stew. And he's like a big old chef and also a giant mercenary. And he's like, oh, and he sounds like that. And he talks about all kinds of like stuff going on and how like the world is trash. Right. Dude, but this, the way you just blew through that, that was like 15 minutes yeah. of opening. It's I very appreciate long. And maybe that, that's, though. Maybe that's why, maybe that's what the 15 minutes they cut out of the other one. This is the raw and uncut. So we get all <laughs> yeah. of that backstory like, from oh, Vin D's, yeah. the D's. And so anyways, he's sitting there, he's munching on some rabbit. He's loving it. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh shit. And he like protects his rabbit from an explosion. And a bunch of other mercenaries come in and they're like, Trip, come with us. And he's like, Carl, is that you? And he's like, fuck you, Carl. And he like grabs the gun and it's basically like, this is just between me and Carl. And he kills Carl and is like, oh, right, I'm coming with you. But that was just between me and Carl. And then he heads down to like a vehicle where Gerard Depardieu is there. And he's playing, he's playing Gorski. And he's like a big time mobster, controls the whole area. And he's like, hey, I've got like a deal for you. And he's like, I don't work for you anymore. And uh, Gorski's like, no, you don't understand. I need you to get this, get a girl take her to America. And he's like, I can't go to America anymore because I'm like a terrorist. And he's like, but that's the key. I got a passport for a UN passport. And everyone knows how powerful the UN is. And so you can use this passport to get right into the US and like disappear. No big deal. And that's when, you know, Torop, he's looking at it. It's got a little shine in his eye. He's like, and oh, this man. Is, this is not just a normal passport either. If you're listening, you might be thinking, oh, okay, like anybody can just fake a passport. Now, he's got to inject something in his neck. It's some kind of biological passport or something right. along those lines. And you know how you know Gorski is cool as hell? Is because when he kicks Torup out of the car, eventually, they what song are they playing? I don't know. What is it? Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot. And I was like, damn. This dude knows how to rock. I, I, was, I did actually song. like the music in this. That's yeah, one, one positive. some good songs. Yeah. Um, anyways, he's sitting there, and they bring down a car on like a metal thing. It's connected to a helicopter. And he gets into the car, and the helicopter flies away with the car connected to this magnet or whatever. And then it drops the car in uh, Kyrgyzstan in front of a convent, and he wakes up, and basically the helicopter like flies away. So now he's immediately. This, this isn't convent. like a normal. This isn't like a normal looking convent. This looks like the lost city of Petra, uh, which what in Jordan or whatever, where it's a city just like carved into rocks. Right. That's what this looks. It looks 
incredible. And Michelle Yao and, and uh, Melanie Thierry, they, they play Sister Rebecca, and I think they just call her the girl, mm-hmm. right? But what was her name? What's he doing? Aurora. Aurora, that's right. Uh, for a while, they just called her the girl. And uh, and so she basically, she's like looks like a young girl. It's a little creepy later when Vin Diesel and her like have a moment where it's like, how old is she even supposed to be? I guess she's supposed I to be know. 20. Yeah. They make it kind of clear that it's supposed to be 20. She's 20 years old or whatever. Uh, but uh, anyways... She's a girl and got a guardian, Sister Rebecca. And she's basically like, you protect this girl. Don't talk to her. We're just trying to get to America. And Vin Diesel's like, thumba me. And so he gets into the car and they start driving. And basically they go straight back to Russia. Um, and he's like, okay, we got to catch a train, but we got to get you kind of like uh, hidden away a little bit. So they walk around, they buy clothes for her. We see that there's like other people kind of watching them. They're like, we can see them. We're tracking them. Don't make a move and all this kind of stuff from like up on the buildings and stuff like that. And they're heading towards the train. And all of a sudden you start to get a sense that Aurora has some uh, ability. Because first she's like looking at some cages and she gets a sense that there's, you know, some tigers in there. And and, and they really, and, but she knows that something's different about the tigers. So she's like, later she's like, those tigers weren't real. It's like, yeah, that's right. Those tigers aren't real. And then... Uh, but she also she's walking towards the train station and she starts getting a panic feeling. And it's kind of like she knows everyone later it becomes clear, like she knows everyone around her is going to be dead soon or something. She feels their their future and she immediately starts running. She's like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And, you know, Rebecca and uh, Diesel, Vin Diesel run after her and there's a giant explosion. So they're saved because she felt the explosion was going to happen. There was no explanation for the explosion, right? Like none at all. No, I mean, I guess it, I guess the idea is like they, they had mentioned earlier that there was a bunch of Kazakhstan terrorists or something in this dystopian future, and so there were a oh, lot of yeah. attacks uh, going on. So maybe it just has to do with that. But yeah, I don't know if it was target. I, I don't know if it was supposed to be a target on her. No one seems to know. Much I wouldn't about think this. so. Though. Yeah, this girl. I you mean, know, later. Yeah, later they don't never have a problem with anyone other than the people that are already tracking them and obviously wouldn't want to kill her. So, yeah. Um, so, anyways, they're like, okay, we'll go a different way to the train. <laughs> like, basically, uh, let's not go that way where the giant explosion happened. And they go around and they get onto a train. We get some more abilities by Aurora. She's able to talk Mongolian like almost immediately uh, with no problem and is able to get them seats and stuff like that. And they chit-chat about tigers and clones and stuff. Apparently, the, the tigers are extinct, but these are second-generation clones. And I'm like, ugh, if there ever was, like, a, uh, you know, something, a foreshadowing, it's this, where it's like, they weren't just first clones, they were second clones. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if anyone's going to turn out to be second clones <laughs> later on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, spoilers, uh, Jamie. Right. Jeez. Yeah, it seemed like they were they were being a little heavy handed with this whole tiger story. I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to factor in. Oh, um, and so, anyways, they they're heading off to Vladivostok, where there's a bunch is a, a giant giant refugee camp. There's like 700,000 ref- refugees or something like that. And uh, there's they go in there and like, why are we even here? Like, we need to get to America. We don't want to party because in this refugee camp is a giant club and it's super rad and we know it's rad because there's a guy fighting in the cage and there's like people dancing and there's like people dude and this drinks. is this is like the type of fight where you go to when you're gonna watch somebody get murdered in front of you yeah well yeah a, specifically they wanted that to happen yeah this is a wild party it's uh and this isn't like your normal club right 
You were like just climbing all over scaffolding with some of the greasiest people you've ever met in your life. About to sweat all over one another. Yeah. And uh, yeah, me and me and Patrick would call this Hollywood badass, where they think they're like, how we got to make this cool. And they go like a little too far. Some of the stuff starts being like real lame because they tried to make it too cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyways, um, they start to, I mean, you also get, you get more, uh, kind of images of them being tracked by the people and you know, it's coming to the head. They're like, we're moving in At the same time. He talks to, uh, Turup talks to his friend, uh, who is going to help them get on to get, get across the Bering Sea and everyone, we know how that's going to happen. Like get us on oh. that blank. You know what I mean? Uh, but all of a sudden these people jump up and they're like big old parkour people. They're flipping, they're jumping. They're real cool. And they're like flipping and jumping everywhere. And they start being like, we're taking her, like we're taking her to her dad. And, you know, she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because her dad's like dead or never even existed kind of. And he's like, what? My dad? And they're like, yeah, we're taking her to her dad. But Turup's not having that. And he like fights them and Sister Rebecca's fighting them. It, even the, the brawler in the cage gets into it because he's like a big guy, but he wants to protect the girl. And then... Him and Vin Diesel have to fight, and Vin Diesel has to kill him, which was kind of sad. I didn't like that. It was like the Iron Giant dying. I was like, no, he's just trying to protect her, you know? But, I mean, like, he instantly went, like, you know, for Diesel. He's like, I'm right. going to kill that guy. Yeah. He's toast. Right. But, yeah, it was a pretty wild fight. Um, Vin Diesel, I mean, he's known to have some pretty big fights. But, like... I think of like Fast Five, right? right? When he's fighting The Rock. Right. And I don't think there's much of a contest there, but I don't know. You're saying because maybe, maybe the, the Rock is a monster person? Yeah, I think he would just demolish Vin Diesel. Yes. I mean, like... <laughs> Good time and to I chime think this in, other Zach. guy probably would have, too. I mean, he was big, so I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, anywho... Uh, they eventually Vin Diesel tracks back. They, he, they grab Aurora. They run off. Vin Diesel tracks them down, shoots them, and is basically like, "Next time I'm going to kill you, bring her back." And she's like, "I don't want anyone to die for me, so I'm going to go back with Vin Diesel. Uh, don't even but, worry about it." What was with these dudes when they were running away? There was like a whole I know group they were like them, most of them were like rolling around yeah. on the ground. That's just cool <laughs> parkour. That's just showing them, showing everyone how cool they are. They're just like flipping around. I thought on the they ground. were like an alien species because they weren't walking. They were just like constantly doing somersaults. I was like, "What the hell is going on no, here?" They, but, it's, they were so cool that they had to flip around to like make sure, you know, that they got some of the cool out, or else they'd explode because they were doing the do too hard. You know what I mean? Not a sponsor. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyways, they're like the next day because she gets he, they get Aurora back, and the next day they're walking and they're heading towards a uh, let's just say it submarine it's like not everyone's gonna get on this goddamn submarine uh so you best be prepared submarine comes out of the ice like a gorgeous beautiful submarine out of the ice and they run to it they set, they put some like nets down for people to scramble up the side only a few people are going to get up there because they can't be seen by satellites they start scrambling up there people are getting kicked off then diesel's like fuck you because he's like kills a whole bunch of people during this movie and eventually they are able to get in but Aurora feels like the deaths of everyone that's happening outside because they're so desperate to get in the submarine that they're like dying in this cold water after they don't get on. Well, and they're getting shot too, right? Because there's too many people trying to get on. Also, the bullets. People are just like, we're going to, yeah, water and bullets. Right. And does people in. And so then they, uh, Aurora, not having any of it, starts to, 
go crazy on the submarine. She starts like actually like using the submarine and and going you know nuts and eventually passes out. And well, because they're going to straight up kill her. Yeah, like she's just hit, or they're hitting buttons. Da, 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 da. Right, and then they uh, they're kind of sitting there and they're like. He, he's talking to Sister Rebecca and it's like, what is going on? She gives some backstory, some exposition. It's basically like, yeah, you know, she's like normal. Then all of a sudden, like she like wasn't. And like, also she like knew all kinds of stuff all the time and uh, um, whatever. Like three months ago, she like got a pill and then she started acting real different. And then we were told to leave. Um, so yeah, not really sure. And they're like, uh, and then they arrive on the submarine. I'm like, wh- how far were they going? And it turns out not very far at all. They were just going across the Bering Sea. Um, and they were entering, they were seemed to be entering in Alaska, but then quickly snowmobiling into Canada. Dude, they, well, yeah, they were, they were just snowmobiling on the ice in Alaska, like out of nowhere. Like it was a hard cut from just being on the submarine to instantly on snowmobiles. Yeah. And I thought maybe these snowmobiles were going to come up and intercept the sub when it came through the ice, but no, it's our boy Vin and the whole squad riding around. And what do they looking find? Dope. Man? I was going to say looking dope. They look dope. You and I were talking about snowmobiles yesterday and how badass they are. Yeah. So you know he's having a good time until they find a dead polar bear and they're like, oh, oh dude, we are in drone territory. Bots. They were like, basically, they robots everything. come up and shoot anything in this area. So let's best get moving. So they do. They are going all over the place. A couple of drones come along and Vin Diesel's like, it's on me. I'm going to take him away and you guys go after and so he goes off and he gets them all exploded. He's doing backflips. Kyle, when you go snowmobiling, how many backflips do you do? I did so many backflips. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was hard. Yeah. You're saying that it's very hard and you're able to do it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at me, you look at my physique, you can think that guy can do a backflip. That's not the kind of guy who's going to get on a snowmobile and just roll it in a ditch no. when he's going like five miles an hour. No. That's not that, That's not going to be that guy. Yeah, he definitely will not have a helmet that doesn't fit that gives him a helmet uh, a headache, right? Very true. Right. Hey, you have a perfectly that, fit helmet. If you put that little tiny helmet on, you'd be you'd be hurting too. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost took me out for the day, man. Right. Anyway, so then, uh, then they start going, and, and even they're like, uh, and uh, you know, Sister Rebecca's like, "What are we even doing?" Like he said to wait, but Vin Diesel's friend is not really wanting to do that. He clearly sees how valuable this girl is. She's special. He's like, "Oh, she might be a weapon. She might be carrying a virus. I could sell her for a whole bunch as like a chemical weapon or a, a you know virus uh, viral weapon." And so I'm going to take her. And so she he goes off, but then a uh, another drone comes out and starts following them, and they're like done. Except all of a sudden, he it shoots a missile, and Vin Diesel basically does a backflip into the missile and like destroys the drone in the process as well. Dude, balls to the wall! I can't imagine how great that would feel, right? Right. Other than getting a giant piece of metal in your shoulder and being knocked unconscious, because they stop and. Vin Diesel's friend is like, uh, screw him. Let's get going. Let's get to Canada. And I also, I'm going to sell you for like a whole bunch of money. And they're like, no, let's save Vin Diesel's life. And he's like, no. And he's about to shoot them. But Vin Diesel wakes up and shoots him real quick. It's like, that's what I told you. Never trust anyone. And then also they like heal his wound uh, real quick. And then they're off. And they have like a grand old time now. They get into Canada. Dude, and they're just this camping. is where it becomes like just buddy glamping. Oh, they're like. They're loving it. I was waiting for <laughs> I was waiting recipe. for him to start macking on Michelle Yeoh. But apparently yeah. 
it was a love story between him and Melanie or with Aaron Aurora, which was weird. I yeah, him and I felt like Michelle Yeoh were more the same age. Yeah, and uh, you know it was less creepy. Age, right, age exactly. appropriate. Well, time she's like, I've been right. watching this girl. Sorry, what were you saying? Age appropriate is what the kids call it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Not like that. Uh, what the heck was that anime we watched that we were all like just so cringy over? Full Metal uh, Panic. Was that the one where that the, the, one? Guy, the guy was stealing underwear? In high school, yeah. Yeah. But no, he wasn't in high school. No, right? he was like right. a military guy. Yeah. Secret agent. That was greasy. Not great. Yeah. And so, anyways, they're like super buddy buddy. Him and Michelle Yeoh are laughing, loving, living. Uh, him and Aurora are like looking at the Aurora Borealis or whatever and being like, oh, isn't that beautiful? And then we go all the way through and basically he, they get to the border of US and Canada and they're actually in like an actual hotel. And this was kind of interesting because, or a motel. It's interesting because he was living in, it was a complete dystopia. It was like a complete mess where he had, had been and where they've been traveling through. And all of a sudden, as they head towards America, it starts to be clearly like technologically advanced and kind of like wealthy and that was interesting and he's like taking a shower and this is where him and aurora have like a moment that was real weird she's like got her hands all up in his like chest hair and i was like i don't need i don't need this <laughs> portion of the movie maybe that was the cut. that was maybe the 15 minutes they needed to cut out of the you movie. think probably i hope so that, but anyways, that he also, one minute he also scene injects. is the 15 minutes they needed to cut out of the movie yeah well yeah <laughs> just uh, pat it like seven minutes on either side Right. Uh, it might have been most of he, the credits when you think about it. If people didn't want to be associated, like, <laughs> cut the credits, please, God. Uh, Don't put my name on here. But they inject. He, this is also where he injects his passport, and uh, and then they cross over, and it's it's clear they they call them the the what do they call them the no lights or whatever, but they're ne- no yeah. no elites is how it's spelled, and Ooh, uh, it's like a it. religious sect or yeah. something that's. And they, it becomes clear, like they've been, they've been one of the people tracking them as well. They're like, okay, we've, we, we track them. They're over the border and they're heading this way. And I should also mention at this point when they're, when they're all buddy, buddy and all that, uh, Vin Diesel does mention to Aurora that like his dream, which is to get to America, finish this job and then go up to upstate New York where his family lived and like try to rebuild their barn or farm or whatever. And like live there in peace. No, just just the barn. Just Jamie. the barn. That's where he lives. I, I don't I deserve to live in this barn. Um, you know, it becomes becomes an important plot point. So, anyways, they end up in New York. They head up to an apartment there, and they're waiting there. And he gets a call, and, and they're like, "Vinny D, great job, but wait there for one more second. Doctor's gonna come check out Aurora. If everything's cool, you're cool, and you get your money, and like you get to go." And he's like, "Okay," but he's got a bad feeling because they see on the news oh shit kurdistan um you know convent exploded by a missile which is weird i'm not actually sure like if right now a a kurdistan convent was bombed by a missile do you think it would show up on u.s news Mm. there's a lot of major stuff that happens over there we never hear about i I just i found that kind of weird where they're like random convent you know a missile hits this random why why did it show uh What's her name? Charlotte Rampling. Why did it show her uh, her reaction to it? To the bombing? Yeah. Or, I don't know because they were. He was happy. She was happy about it or something. She was like, <laughs> oh, 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 because oh, that that was all because the convent was under the the no lights. 
Oh, okay. And she's the head <clears throat> of the no lights. So like it's it's supposed to be that she was responding to a bombing, even though they were the ones who bombed it. I think I think they had Gorski do it, but it was you know, it's basically her sect as like a smaller part in that country, but like this larger religious sect uh was kind of the she's like the CEO of all of it or whatever. Anyways, um He's getting a bad feeling. He's like, I'm not liking this. He sees Gorski's men and this no lights come along and they've got like all kinds of firepower and all kinds of super rad motorcycles, guys. Holy Hell yeah, shit. dude. I wish we had somebody swinging a chain, <laughs> riding up and down the street, but they really missed a golden opportunity right there. It's yeah. disappointing. Honestly. They were just revving engines, looking rad. What up, Zach? I was waving to my wife. Oh, I see. I thought you were waving to me. Oh, I can wave to you, Jamie. Oh, hi. Uh, anyways, uh, then the doctor comes up, and he's a real creepster. No one likes him. And he's like, oh, I'm a doctor. And then he heads in, and he's like, Aurora, how are you? He's like, good. You're looking good. Anyways, glad you all were protected. And we're like, whoa. Uh, sounds like that lady's pregnant. But he does a really weird exam to make sure she's okay. He just, like, looks in her eyes and sticks his finger in her mouth. Yep, good to go. Yeah. And then he heads out and basically, like, I just need, like, a couple more uh, checkups, but uh, looking pretty good. So um, you'll get a call, and uh, I'll see you downstairs. And he heads out, and they're like, I don't like this at all. She comes out, Aurora comes out, and is basically like, I'm pregnant. It's like, uh, I've been with you literally every minute of your life. So that seems strange. Dude, Vin's just like life flashed before his eyes. He's like, my God, what happened in that second? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what happened in those 14 minutes of cutscenes that I left yeah. on the editing room floor? Not my sure. God. Uh, and then uh, he's like, no, I am. This is a going to be a virgin birth. And it kind of gets explained over the next series of whatever that basically she was engineered to be the messiah for this like religious sect. Or the the Virgin Mary, I guess the Virgin Mary of the religious sect. And she has twins in there that are going to be the next step in evolution. They're going to be like superhumans with all kinds of powers. Like her powers multiply, exponential. But yeah, then no. like, so she was created with like artificial, like she is artificial intelligence, right? right like a yeah. biological artificial intelligence or something like that. But then later, I don't know, it seems like she acquired some superpowers or something along the well, way no, that the, I the didn't twins, fully understand. The twins have the superpower. So as she's become more and more pregnant, the twins who are going to actually be superhumans, they're becoming more and more powerful. So she's gaining the powers. That's what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, they go out and she, she's about to go in and be taken by the no lights. And all of a sudden, Vin Diesel's like, hell no. And they start going all out with armies, literally armies on either side. And they're going all over the place. Michelle Yeoh gets killed pretty early in this process. Vin Diesel's getting shot as well. And Aurora's just walking forwards. And she's so, like, superhuman at this point with her twins, you know, that she, you know, she walks. She's able to, like, kind of walk through the bullets. She knows exactly what's going to happen, where to go, and how to set up everything perfectly. Because then, then Vin Diesel, with his passport, he can be tracked by, like, a missile. And they're shooting some missiles, and he's, like, avoiding them. But they get another missile shot at him. He's like hurt, so he's not going to be able to avoid it. And Aurora kind of sets everything in motion for the climax of the film. Because she basically brings him forward and is basically like, you must live. And shoots him so that he falls just at the last moment. 
and the missile flies over him and seems to explode her and kill her. And that's the end of the movie. So that's the end. Everyone dies. <laughs> Psych. Because then Vin Diesel wakes up and we're like, what? And he's a half robot. He's like basically a half cyborg at this point. He he's is, like, dude. Boop, he's boop, half cyborg. He's robot man. leg, robot arm, just like Lindsay Lohan and I Know Who Killed Me. A reference uh, everyone gets. And Wait, is that a real movie that actually happens? In- yeah. Uh, yeah. I Know Who Killed oh Me. Oh, my God. She has a robot leg and a robot arm, and it's amazing, and you should watch it. Also about twins. So basically, this is a knockoff oh, of I Know Who Killed Me. Oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> so that's the guy at the end. <laughs> and so then uh, Vin Diesel, he's been revived by a group and there's a guy there and he's basically like i'm aurora's dad i created her i'm like a robot basically i'm I'm even more of a half cyborg than you are he's got all kinds of robot parts he was like i almost got killed because i worked for the no no lights uh, making their messiah she's going to give birth to these like superhumans you have to protect her that's why we got you and you're going to tell us where to find her she clearly set this all up she's like operating at a level a little higher than us just to let you know she's kind of like you might think you're here that's pretty good. She's like, here, all right? So she got everything all planned. We just need to go into your eyeballs and see, uh, you know, use the pseudoscience real quick to uh, see the last moments uh, while you were dead. Um, and then we'll find out where, where she is. Meanwhile, the no-lights literally have no idea that she's alive. They're like, basically like, contingency plans. What to do next? And they're like, ah, space station. It's like, cool. Like, ah, we'll really ramp up our ad space on Facebook or whatever. Not a sponsor. And they, basically, she's like, wait a second. She gets like word that Vin Diesel's body was taken by this group. And she's like, she's alive. I was like, ah, she just didn't just leave Vin Diesel dead. And she would have been able to escape. No problem. But anyways, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. Cause they use, uh, Vin Diesel's eyeballs in a super sci-fi, uh, portion of the movie to see her, his last moment, her last moments, his last moments, where she whispers, "Go home," just before the missile explodes before her face, but doesn't actually kill her. And uh, he's like, "Oh, home, like that farm up in New York." So they head up there. They pick up the girl. She's like, "I can't believe you found me." And Vin Diesel's like, "I found you." And then they head to a hospital like months later, and then she uh, gives birth to twins and dies. Because that's obviously, I don't know, I guess they didn't read the Bible or whatever. Because pretty pretty sure the Virgin Mary, I think she lived for a while afterwards. But they're like, oh, no, the Virgin Mary has to, like, die uh, right at birth. So she dies. And Vin Diesel is now a proud, proud papa of uh, two twins. And he basically looks in the camera and is like, oh, boy. No, the exact quote. <laughs> do you have, like, do you have oh. the clip, Kyle? I don't have the exact, I don't have the clip. Let me do my best Vin Diesel impression. Saving the world one child at a time. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> and then an electric guitar. And then Bam! end credits. Not a joke. That is yeah. actually what no, he it's said. One, it's, how it, ends. it is one of the worst <laughs> ends of a movie I've ever seen. The last 15 minutes, like literally, it starts into the second half of the, the end part of the movie. And I'm like, oh, okay, there'll be like one last big fight. And then it starts going. It's like, nope, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what this is like. <laughs> It's like a 15-minute setup to a sequel that never happened. I'm not sure what they were thinking. It it got off the rails at the end there. Just like, yeah. Can you play the the ending credits song? 
Or I don't have is, it. Is it okay if I play it? Can I play it? Go for it. Thanks. There we go. There it is. I do want to say some, some, one thing that I'm seeing on Wikipedia, and this could, could have been safe for trivia, but I just want to mention it. In a scene that was only present in the theatrical cut, but was removed for the director's cut, Kyle, the That's twins weird. are shown to be what one looks like Aurora, the other like Turup. So we missed out on a little baby Vin because why, he knew. why do we think they took that out? Because <laughs> it doesn't make this any was, fucking sense. This is <laughs> nothing else in this movie made sense. <laughs> no, nothing literally did. They should have left it in. Although, dude, I'll tell you what. If you can see this, this the back... Oh, it's out of focus. But, yeah. dude, like, Vin has a pipe wrench, and he's about to crush this silver dude, which I don't ever even think we saw that scene in that the movie. That did not happen, yeah. And this is uncut. There he is. He's back. What the hell was that? Looks, like Godzilla? Looks terrible. Right. Was that who we, you know, was that, was that King Kong uncut? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That must have been it. Anywho, should we get some rate, ratings? Again? Of, of Kong nice? versus Godzilla? I think. Yeah. That movie sucked. Uh, no. Yeah. Not great. I, I can't find the. I'm still getting used to this, and like I've got ones like this. Oh man, it's cool. Yeah, well, I like that. It did make money. Cha ching! But this then I've got. Did not. Oh no, this movie was bad. So who <laughs> wants to go first for ratings? First, uh, I call second. I go second. You go second. I go second. Yeah. I'll Who's go going third. first. <gasps> Brom, you Brom. usually go first, right? You want to go first? You want to go, go last? first? I don't necessarily know if I usually go first. I'd have to go back and re-listen to every episode for like the fifth time. <laughs> Please, uh, yeah, you do that. Boost those numbers. There? You got a little bottle of wine? A Just a little bottle of wine. Making sure I didn't spill on the floor. Ooh. One second. All right, we're good. I'll go first here. Um... I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I should just keep it concise this this week. I will say I had to start and re, uh, restart this movie several times as I just kept falling asleep. It was really bad. I feel like the actors were misused. Uh, Mich- Michelle Yeoh is an uh, accomplished uh, actress. I don't feel like she was utilized to her full potential. Uh, also, martial artist. I don't famous for uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but barely got to showcase any of that. And then they just killed her. And that was like the worst fight scene of all time. Like you had no idea what was going on. There was no drama around any of it until like Michelle Yeoh died. And that wasn't even dramatic. It's just like, oh, she's dead. Here you go. Um, So very, very bizarre Um, cinematography, very, very bizarre editing. Acting was terrible. Uh, Vin Diesel, I know, can be a decent actor. Uh, I love him for his over-the-top characters that he plays, and I was kind of excited to see what he did with this because, I mean, this is just his typical self, really. I mean, once you've watched one Vin Diesel action movie, you've seen them all kind of deal. Uh, but I feel like his acting was really bad. There was some some uh, scenes in this one where it was just like, if you would have just let them run it back, like just tell them to do it again, like it would have probably been <laughs> better the second time because <laughs> some of it was just... Really, really bad delivery. Um, movie jumped all around. I had no idea what was going on at times. Uh, I don't even know if they knew what they wanted to do with the movie. Um, I don't have any. I don't have anything redeeming to say about it. It was one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Um, 
Well said. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of anything. I, there, I, there. I was like scrambling, like while nearing the end, I was like looking, for like, okay, what, what can I point to as like here's a positive or two? There's a there sign. There was a submarine. Good. There was a submarine. There was a submarine. Positive. Brief. Uh, I, I liked the regenerating the 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 CGI regenerating uh, Charlotte Rampling's skin to keep her looking young. That was. The one thing I'm like, okay, I'll say that that was a good, that was a good highlight. <laughs> Other than that, uh, very thin pickings for for things to point out as merits for this movie. I'm gonna give it a. It's it's worse than a lot of the bad movies we watch. The bad movies have have funny moments, enjoyable moments. I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, I I, I can. And I'm just going to pile on on that because I feel like it's dour. It's like a, it's like a kind of just like a sad, dour film with a really bad ending. Like I, I can't emphasize enough just how bad the ending in this movie is to the point where it kind of ruins, even if you kind of liked the beginning all the way up to getting onto the submarine and getting in and whatever, it starts to get pretty silly when they start to snowmobile and do backflips and all over the place. At that point, it, it's, it's already off the rails, but the front part, you could say, well, this is kind of interesting, some interesting things uh, going on here, I guess, if you wanted to point to something. But there's no humor at all, just dour, sour, whatever going on the whole time. I would agree. Vin Diesel seemed like he does this every once in a while where he like dives super deep into something that maybe he seems super into. He's like a noted, noted like nerd alert where he loves like sci-fi and stuff like that. So he did something like The Last Witch Hunter. And those, like, you watch them in that, and you're like, why did you, why did you even do this? You're not even, you don't even seem like you're having fun. You don't seem like whatever, but he seems like he gets like super serious about some of this stuff. So maybe that's part of it. Um, and then, yeah, the one thing I would really agree with is some of the worst cinematography I have ever seen in terms of just shooting the fights and stuff like that. The fight where they were, where Michelle Yeoh got to first do her martial arts, it doesn't look like she's doing anything. It looks like she's like, just like pushing people out of the way. And it's like, I don't, I don't get what you're doing. And I went back and I was like, what did this person do? Have I seen them shoot anything else? And uh, wing commander, if anyone saw the wing commander adaptation, and then Catwoman, which has one of the funniest uh, scenes ever, the basketball scene in Catwoman. If you want to see something funny, just uh, YouTube that. So maybe not surprising. They couldn't, you know, frame and, and set up the, uh, the fight super well. Um, in this guy, I guess the one thing I would point to is I kind of liked. I I thought the music was fine. I liked the, I liked the music in this guy. Uh, so, you know, I I would agree. The one the one thing I always center myself around Steel Sharks, our lucky coin, three and a half. I'm not having much fun with this guy. I'm not having as much fun as my three and a half Steel Sharks, two and a half. I mean that's okay. All right. We should, we should probably look at some other ratings and see what we've done in the past. But Why, Kyle? You're going to come in a little higher? Going to come in a little higher? No. All right. Yeah. Zach, you up? I'm Do up. You, you going? Do you. Oh, sorry. I'm, lo- I'm up. I'm up. Lucky yeah, duck. He's up. Now, sometimes I'll do my review and it'll be happy. It'll be happy. Hmm. This movie's not happy. It's dour. This movie is dour. It's not good. I don't like it. I'm not a huge fan of Vin Diesel. This movie would have been better Ooh. with... I like him. <laughs> I like him. I don't love him. I'm out of here, guys. Kinda, I kind of hate him. 
doing? Damn it, it's all screwed up now. Yeah, you screwed it up, Brom. It's okay. I'm Kyle. And I'm back. Oh, I'm still Zach. Okay. Um... But, no, it's not good. You guys already said it all. It's not good. Nobody tried in this movie. I don't think anybody gave a shit of this movie. I think... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think none of them really did any or or even really cared about or even said you Sure. Yeah. I'll work on that. Anyways, let's cut out the nonsense. End of the day, what's Zach going to give the score? That's what you all want to hear. So let's bring out AI DJ Zach. You guys hear this? I can hear it. Oh, yeah. Zach, give me a shot eye. Give me a shot eye. Ben gave it a two. Right, right. Yep. Jamie, a 2.5. That's right. Zach, 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 is, 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 is. A 10? My God. Nope. That's a one. It's a one. Okay, switch back to clean. All right. I will never watch this movie again as long as I live. I watched it twice, and I will say the first time <laughs> it went into my earball, earballs and went out, and then... I had to watch it completely. I had no idea. Did not remember anything except for the the um, club scene. It was the only thing I remembered. Kyle, Dude, are you going to come in with an Rambeard eight? is calling you out. They say give it an eleven, you coward. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, what are you what are you thinking? All right. There's a lot that you guys have already said. You guys are pretty much just shit all over this movie. We do need to also remember the great snowmobile scenes that came out of literally nowhere. Like, made no sense. Yeah, we never even get the saw the subsurface. Do you think they carried no the snowmobiles on the submarine? I hope they did. Right. Because, like, where did that come from? Freaking awesome. Uh, also, like, the first 15 minutes, that song where he's walking in the rain yeah. in some poncho before he whips that dude's ass for selling my gun. I was like, oh, this song's pretty cool. And then they play Quiet Riot. And then, like, I had... Literally no idea what was going on for like 45 minutes. I was just sitting there watching it, and I was like, my God. <laughs> yes, that intro was roughly 15 minutes or whatever it was. It was out of control. It just took way too long. Um, and I'm a big fan of like post-apocalyptic stuff, but like there was no real explanation other than maybe there was some kind of missile crisis with Iran or something like that. I don't know. But... It was just insane, man. I don't get it. I don't understand this movie. don't know why they made this movie. And like you said, the ending, I thought if he would have died there at the end, fine. Whatever. <laughs> but then they literally resurrect him and give him, like, prosthetic arms and legs. And it's like, what's going on here? This is getting out of control. And then they rewind his memories like a VCR tape. I was like, this is... Jamie, when we watched Kong vs. Godzilla and you said, like, oh, at this point, like, we're going to be, people are going to be in so deep. It's going to be so sci-fi, so crazy. And I was like, this is that, man. This is so sci-fi and so crazy. This, this got a big release, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a huge film. This should have been like a, I don't know, maybe like a Tuesday night sci-fi channel film. Maybe Friday night, right? Because Friday night, everybody's going out doing something. This movie was not good. 
And as you all said, I will never watch this movie again. I'm coming in at a one also. Nice. Trash. Total trash. I will say, none of us mentioned the fact that this is a a knockoff of uh, Children of Men, although maybe Children of Men would be a knockoff of this since this was based on a book. This might. Children of Men was also based on a book, so. Is this going to be the lowest score ever? No. No. No, no. Hell no. Maybe for a a major movie, maybe. It's just uh, we just rarely all go one one two two. That's like that's ass. I think Jamie's right. It's definitely in the running for worst rated major movie that we've that we've watched. Yeah, it probably is actually. Now one one two two and a half. Like probably for a major movie. I, I think that's kind of in the realm of Stinger and and what what was some other ones that. There's very few that get so that. Low. Stinger's like close to a zero though for us. That one's a zero. Uh, right what now. about what about like. Moby 2010 Moby Dick. Yeah, that's not a that's major. As we're saying major motion picture. Oh, Kyle. major. <laughs> Sorry. Hey guys, <laughs> 2010 Moby Dick. We should just we should just wrap this movie up in some toilet paper and. Nice. Oh, this guy. All right, do you got it, Zach? Did you actually find? Were you able to find a love it and hate it? I presume there are people who do love this movie, right? Yeah, believe it oh, or not, yeah. I've actually had this. This movie wasn't hard to find that. For. Sometimes you know it's hard to find wow. to love it. Sometimes it's hard to find to hate it. This is like easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So seriously, yeah. I mean, wham bam, I got him real quick. So let's should should we do it? Hit hit it. Yes, I love it. No, I hate it. I, I love, oh. I love it, Kyle. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> dude, when I was sitting there and I was screwing with the voice modulation, I'm like, push it deeper. Dude. Deeper, deeper, let's go. It's so legit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what the hell is that, guy? I got Brahms' attention. He's like, wait a minute. What was that? <laughs> All right. What do you guys want to hear first? Dude, I I think in this is personal opinion we can change it. Oh, I totally forgot to talk about how excellent the DVD was, but um, we'll get into that in a minute. I think we all hate it, so we should start with love and then just continue the bad taste in our mouth where we end with hate. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's hit it. Hit the notification. Good. <gasps> love it, everybody. Love it. This comes from. Mada Mada Sperlugan. Nice. Mada Sperlugan, January 2013. A movie to enjoy. First off, I rate this movie 10 out of 10 because I chose not to overanalyze it. Not that that's a bad idea. This movie does lack some major plot points that would help us understand the story. Some of the acting is fairly average, and sometimes <laughs> the movie is boring. However, as an action sci-fi, the movie has some very interesting action sequences and cool technology. It shows a world that could potentially happen both technologically and economically. Hmm. This is not a movie to watch and then have a deep thoughtful discussion about 
It's simply a movie to enjoy for all action, sci-fi, and grim dark fans out there. 10 out of 10, because A, I love Vin Diesel, (laughs) and B, an entertaining and interesting movie to watch and think about. Wait, I thought they said not to think about it. Anyways, I will say that was our big problem. We obviously were having two deep discussions about it. We should have kept it surface level and just enjoyed ourselves. And then I think we would have been A-OK. Yeah, that yeah. I feel like that love it doesn't even make sense. Like, it's a very soft. It's a very soft. We do love have it. a we do have a question on the love it. Um, did Vin Diesel write that? Um, no. Let me check. And if well, it may be. I mean, if his if his Amazon account or IMDb account is Mattis Spurge Lugan. Does anyone know Vin Diesel's real name? Vincent uh, Deselli. Vincent's actually his last name. <gasps> Ooh. His first name is very generic. I'm John, looking at it now. Tom. It does not say Vincent is his last name. Say what? I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. It says his last name is not Vincent. Sinclair. That's what it says, Sinclair. Really? Mark Sinclair. That's what from, it says. From the J archive, Wait, they said that it's what? speculated that his name is Mark Vincent. No, it says Diesel was born Mark Sinclair. Hmm. And he has a twin brother, Paul. <laughs> Listen up, you listeners. You pick a side, Team Jamie or Team Ben. <laughs> Ooh, Battle it out. Shit. There's so many twins today. We're talking about twins in this. We're talking about I Know Who Killed Me starring Lindsay Lohan. Vin Diesel's got a twin. There's twins everywhere. He has a twin? Vinny D, that's what it says. Paul. Paul Sinclair. <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah, let's get into hate. Okay. It. All right. Whatever. Okay. Um, you got you got hated here for us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Time for hate it. This comes from Dara G H Rogers, or maybe Darag Hug Rogers. I don't know. Um. August 2008, the year the movie was released. Worst movie I have seen in a long time. Hmm. Holy crap. Everyone was dumb. Struck. Hmm. (laughs) Sorry. Holy crap. Everyone was dumbstruck when the movie ended. (laughs) Is that it? What the hell was that movie about? (laughs) (laughs) What was was the point of the whole thing? (laughs) The movie started out bad. Got worse and ended terribly. Bad acting, to say the least. Coca-Cola must have paid for the film, mm. judging by their ads in it. Total My God, waste, yeah. yeah. Total waste of time. I urge you not to see this. Go learn knitting or something useful. You have been warned. I love Vin Diesel, but he really let me down in this one. The pacifier was bad enough. But this is worse. The girl is hot, and that's about the only good thing in the whole movie. Mark my words. Do not go see this. Don't even rent it. And if you get it as a present, burn it. (laughs) (laughs) This guy hated it. (laughs) Burn it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. 
I'm looking actually. It's 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 funny. He does this every about five years. Vin Diesel. He got does, a crazy movie. Yeah, kind of, because he had Babylon AD in 2008. Then he last Witch Hunter out of nowhere in 2015 after coming off of the Fast and Furious like hot streak, and then he did Bloodshot in 2020. And I don't know. You could you could pile those next to each other and just be like, "What are you thinking <laughs> when you make some of these yeah. things?" He I mean, he he's like said, one of, I think I was looking up. He's one of the highest grossing actors, right? I uh, mean, he's like. He doesn't have to do these movies. He said he does the Fast and the Furious movies so that he can privately fund the uh, Riddick movies because that's what he's truly passionate about. Hmm. Oh, so really? I think he probably takes a lot of paychecks just so he can uh, fund uh, Riddick movies. And the Triple X Return of Xander Cage? Probably a paycheck for him. Yeah, man. All right, I, gotta before make we get into a whole lot, I got to talk to you guys about the DVD features on this movie because they're pretty next level. I forgot to include them in my review. So now a lot of times you look at DVD features, what do you think? You're thinking, okay, we're going to watch behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We're going to like see deleted scenes, something like that, something cool. Commentary. And that's what we're always... Commentary, anything, literally anything. So for this movie... You can go on one of the special features. Uh, you can watch one of three trailers for The Rocker, Joyride 2, or The X-Files, I want to believe. Or then my favorite, my favorite part about this DVD is there is a behind the scenes, but it is for the movie Behind Enemy Lines, Columbia. Oh, well, the sequel, of course. <laughs> And I was like, what the hell? Because <laughs> at first I was watching, like, well, maybe they just did something behind enemy lines for whatever. That's what they titled this thing. I'm like, no, this is straight up like the special features for another movie. Why is this on? Why is this on? Kyle, this what was the movie before no this set? one? <laughs> before this? Yeah. On the features. What, 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 were, what were the trailers again? Yeah. What, well, yeah. What was the one before that? Because I, I heard The Rocker, right? There was first The Rocker was yep. one of them. Oh, oh yeah. Joyride oh, yeah. 2. We had Joy the last two. one. Yeah. yeah. And then you might have heard of this one, um, The X-Files, I Want to Believe. Yes. Love it. There we go. Now that. Is what we're here for. Okay. Amazing special features. Is it not? All right. Oh, was there, was there, did you say there was commentary or no commentary? No, Jimmy, those were literally the only things on uh-huh. there. Trailers for other movies and special behind the scenes for other movies. That sucks, And that Kyle. was it. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to have something like, good. Commentaries. Like, Who does that? <laughs> All right. Should I get into some trivia real quick? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what the kind of trivia this movie could have. Well, mostly it was about how the director hated it. Yeah. But, um, you know, a big, a big part of it was that he really, and I think this is actually the root of why he hated it. He wanted French actor Vincent Cassell or Castle, uh, to be cast in the lead role. Now, you may be wondering, who the hell is that? And the answer is, I don't know. And that's probably why they didn't want him actually being the star of Babylon AD. But the director had a very French cast, and that's a very French leading actor. Uh, for it. They instead went heavy for Vin Diesel on this guy and actually got Vin Diesel to drop out of the lead role of Hitman in order to come do this movie. So if that didn't happen, we could be watching, we could have seen Vin Diesel and Hitman. So that sucks because that would have been 
pretty great. Because who was it? It was Timothy Olfant, right? Yeah, who did Timothy that? Olfant did that one, or at least the first one. Okay. And yeah, so this went super way behind uh, behind schedule and over budget, mostly having to do with lack of snow for a bunch of different scenes and that kind of stuff. And that was another thing that kind of got him in hot water with the studio. They started getting super duper heavy uh, into the production and started micromanaging. And he eventually, they were on super bad terms by the time it was t- uh, getting ready to release to the point where he refused to do much advertising for it because they had cut out a bunch of um, uh, scenes from it. The rumors of the time was that they cut 70 minutes out of the movie, which was eventually released at like, uh, I forget what the runtime was, 85 minutes or something, which is absurd. Oh, Obviously, man. that was not the case. It, there was not a case that yeah. they were originally going to release. It felt, like it felt to me minute. like when I finished it, I'm like, I bet that was like a four hour movie. <laughs> he claims no, that it was actually only 15 minutes. And eventually they released the director uh, director's cut, which was 15 minutes longer. Um, and yeah, so then he, he wrote... Uh, he made a documentary called Fucking Kasovitz. It's released in 2011. It's only, it's about an hour long and only in French. So unless you know French, uh, you're not really going to understand much about it, but you can find it free streaming on YouTube uh, if you would like to see what it looks like. And yeah, so this was generally um, not well received. 6% Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which is a pretty goddamn low. That's what I'll say. Wait, six percent? Six percent. It's one of the one of the worst reviewed major wow. pictures of all time. There's there's very few major motion pictures that get um, down into that depths. Uh, so, and especially even when you get down, when you get really low, oftentimes they're like kind of weird ones, like X versus Sever, and some of these other movies that are they're major motion pictures, but something went seriously awry uh, in the making of the film. And yeah, Kasovitz and Diesel hated each other um and yeah everything kind of fell apart for the whole thing as it as it uh went to release so that's the main thing about it i don't think there's really much else to mention i'm just seeing it's funny on imdb they have all the trivia it's like matthew kasovitz described vin diesel as a complete idiot actor so that's, that seems like they had a good relationship yeah they were doing really great and the other funny doing one is things. they have uh, the film takes place in 2058 that's in the trivia which is just just not true not the case. The film is not 2027, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't make any sense because in a certain scene, you see uh, Vin Diesel reliving his life and he sees the Twin Towers of 9 11, which would make him like 70 years old or something in the movie. <laughs> Dude, Clearly, just not the I case. I mean, but modern technology, man, right? That's you true. saw people getting yeah. their faces rebuilt and stuff. Yeah. And so, yep, I'll jump straight into Phantom Zone, which won't take very long, but hit it anyways because I like it. Engage the Phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. And yep, so obviously we've seen Vinny D and Michelle Yao in a bunch of different stuff with submarines, so no need to elaborate too much. Uh, I wish I could go directly to Ed Harris, but he ended up getting recast as well. So I, you know, he was originally supposed to be the Gerard Depardieu uh, role, but he thought the the role should be more cut and shirtless. And they were like, no, we're going for more of Gerard Depardieu, if you know what I'm talking about. And he was like, yeah, cut and shirtless. And they were like, we're not on the same page. And they, they let him go, which is probably for the best. You know what I mean? I think it would have been better, though, right? Can you imagine just sitting in the, Oh, here he is. He's got the little sub. Um, sitting in that cab, just shirtless, trying to just hustle Vinny D like yeah. nothing. He said he was willing to gain 70 pounds for the role, but they said no thanks. All right. Hey, people want to do uh, 
do a little uh, trivia? Yes, yep. I re- want to so, do trivia. Against all odds, Babylon AD was an answer to a Jeopardy clue. That's amazing. So it was double Jeopardy in November 21st, 2008 episode. I saw it. And the, the category was recent movies. Recent movies. So you guys should be able to crush this one. 400, 2008? 800, 1,200, 1,600, and 2,000. Recent movies in 2008. Uh, Kyle and Zach, you gave it the low scores, I think. But because I like Zach better, I Zach, you go I first. I gave it a 21. Yes. Yes. Knew it. Eat that, Kyle. Eat that like a bag of chips. There we go. Dude, I thought you had knuckle tattoos, but it was the green screen screwing with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> it says eat this. <laughs> flesh right, Kyle. So, oh, I'm gonna flesh Kyle. Hold on. Well, let's get the flesh on. Well, you can keep going. I'll flesh him. All right, four hundred, eight hundred, twelve hundred, sixteen hundred, or two thousand. Which one do you want? Kyle, you pick. I got a pick for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Let's just, just work our way up, man. You get you get the lowest. You get the lowest. I get the All lowest. Right. Four hundred. Lowest man. Okay. A mad scientist, hunchbacked assistant, longs to create his own monster in this two thousand eight animated comedy. A mad scientist's hunchbacked assistant longs you said to animated, create. Animated, right? Yep. Okay, so this is the hunchback of Notre Dame. No. Incorrect. Looks like Kyle's buzz, buzz, ready buzz, to go buzz, for buzz, it. Buzz. Kyle, what you got? Is it Igor? Uh, that would be a mispronunciation, but yes, it is Igor. Igor. Oh, okay. That's a movie? That is a movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is it spelled I-G-O-R? Yeah. Don't flush me, no! No, I'm flushed myself. I'm the turd. Oh. I don't, need, I, don't, I don't think I'm, I need to look <laughs> this up. This, this does not ring a bell at all. All right. 800, 1200, 1600, or 2000, Kyle. Just move me up one, whatever, 600 or whatever. 800, after being dead oh. for seven minutes, Ricky Gervais sees and hears dead people in this 2008 comedy. I have no idea. After being dead for seven minutes, Ricky Gervais sees and hears oh. dead people in this is 2008 comedy. It it's not afterlife, is comedy. it? There's no it's way. It's not afterlife. Oh. Brown, it looks like maybe you have some recognition in your eyes. I do not know it. I know it's not Afterlife. Afterlife's way more contemporary than that. I can't think what that would be. Ricky Gervais wasn't really on my radar in 2008. Guys, you guys are failing 2008. It was a major comedy called Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Starring Gervais. Ghost Town? All right, Brom. We were in college, man. We were watching these. Apparently. 1,200, 1,600, 2,000. What do you got? 1,200. This animated Star Wars chapter swept through the galaxy in summer 2008. I'm going to have to guess Clone Wars, I guess. Congratulations. It is Clone Wars. Oh, yes. That is correct. All right. Now we're going to do 2008? Yeah, you got a buzz in. You got a buzz in now. 1600. <sighs> Michael Sarah and Kat Dennings are the title pair in Nick and Nora's buzz, buzz, buzz. Infinite What? Kyle. Adventure. No. Wrong. Playlist. Playlist. That guy. Dang it. <laughs> should have buzzed in, but fine. That's okay. Adventure. I got it. Nick and Nora's Infinite Adventure <laughs> is not correct. It's Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, as Zach said. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the 2000, let's see if you can figure this one out. In Babylon, so sure AD, in Babylon AD, he stars as a mercenary hired to deliver a package, which turns out to be a young old woman. Uh, Zach, I think you uh, buzzed in first because I like you better than Vinny Kyle. D, Vinny D. There we go. Zach got it. He wins the whole thing. Yeah. I to Zach. Yeah. Let me get some celebratory music. Where's the... Um. And that's wow. it. Hey, that's the naughty. That's the naughty oh, sound, man. There, there, there it is. is. There, there, there it is. is. There is. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Now I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, now Kyle. we're talking. I think you're. I think now you're up. Talking. Dude, I know it's been a while since I've had something, right? But uh, finally, I'm back. It's it's sub 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 world world wide wide wide. So I am kind of mixing up, not mixing up, mashing up news with subs worldwide. If you are unaware, there is a giant international. Sub news story going on at the moment. The Indonesian sub KRI Nangala 402 has been missing since Wednesday at 3 a.m. when it asked for permission to dive. The race is on actually to find the submarine because naval experts think that they have about 72 hours of oxygen on the boat. And there are 53 sailors on board. Aerial slick. Or sorry, oil slick has been spotted through aerial photos currently, but there's no debris that they found yet on the surface. However, there might have been something magnetic, fifty to hundred meters down, uh, but they're not sure, so they can't say that yeah. <clears throat> this thing's wrecked yet or not. Now, Kyle, uh, you, you said yeah. it's missing, right? Correct. In case someone sees it, what's the number they should call? One eight hundred. Found a sub. Wonderful. Uh, now, they said the oil slick uh, could have could have uh, rose up because the sub went too deep, a little bit below crush depth, or it could have went up in an attempt to surface or potentially signal for help. Uh, currently, there are ships from Malaysia and Singapore out looking for the sub. Don't worry, a lot of other people have also offered to help, including Australia, the U.S., Germany, Russia, France, India, and Turkey. And a DSRV has been sent out to search. Now, the submarine that is missing is actually a German-built Type 209 and also referred to as a Kakra class. Uh, I'm not sure I'm saying that right. C-A-K-R-A. And according to H.I. Sutton's book that I have, World Submarines Covert Shores Recognition Guide, these boats were built by, I am going to absolutely butcher this, Howald Schwerke Deutsch Werft. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to call that HDW if I have to refer to it uh, for the rest of the show, because holy smokes. (laughs) They were designed in the 60s. And uh, this particular one was built in 1977. Someone, and it joined. Sorry, I know we're not. It, yeah, clip it. If someone's out there watching, clip it. We gotta, we gotta keep that forever. 
Go on, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't know how the heck I just said that. But this was built in ni- uh, 1977, joined the Indonesian fleet in 81. And these things have been in production for a while. So, I mean, in the 60s, um, they were, these things were, you know, like I said, designed specifically to export. And they, so that from the 60s all the way up to 2008, they were making these things. A few specs on them. They are two th- ah, 211 feet long, not 2,000 feet. They have a beam of 21 feet. They cruise along at the surface at 11.5 knots or underwater at 22.5. They can dive to a depth of 1,600 feet while they are powered by four diesel engines generating 6,100 ship horsepower. And while submerged, they can run on their four AEG generators now the book says that they will hold 31 to 36 people but there have been variants made so 53 i don't think 53 people is really out of the question for weapons they have eight torpedo tubes it can hold 14 torpedoes or harpoon missiles they can travel 11,000 nautical miles while surfaced 8,000 while snorkeling or 400 while submerged They only have an endurance of 50 days. They're currently operated by Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, Egypt, Greece, India, South Korea, Peru, South Africa, Turkey, Bolivia, and of course, Indonesia. There have been international incidents with these apparently back, uh, this sub in particular, um, back in the early 2000s when East Timor voted for their independence from Indonesia. Australia kind of seemed to maybe back that. Indonesia was not having it. And there was an Australian convoy coming through, leading a couple ships, and I think there were some people from East Timor on there, maybe um, forces or whatever. And the subsom surfaced, and it was getting ready to strike, and politics went into play, and Australia got on the phone with Indonesia, and eventually they said, you have permission to get in our waters, but that subsurfaced and then just tailed their asses the entire way. Um, so the sub, the Nangala 402, currently missing. We hope it shows up. Its captain took over the boat last April, so only been about a year, uh, hoping that they can get it back, that everyone's all right. So... Sorry, I know that was kind of rapid fire, but it subs worldwide. Very fast, I know. Um, all right. I, I Should we all... I feel like we should all have something to say about that. That was a long one, Kyle. Well, I know. Well, sometimes they get really long, right? And so that's what I was like. I got to really just plow through this right now. Just like, get it done. <laughs> Shut up! Goof. All right. Brom, I know I saw on your weird whatever you had going on there during your technical difficulties. Did you get something going? Got something. Hit me with it. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. 
Okay, so I, I threw something together real quick. I, uh, I had initially told the guys I do not have a countdown. I've been working all week on getting squared away for, again, my debut stream uh, on my channel. So I uh, was busy, but I got something a little, a little something for us. I, I teased earlier about uh, Ad being in the title, Babylon Ad being the movie that we watched. Uh, I do, I do know, in fact, that it is AD. Um, but uh, I got a little bit of a J archive pulled up here uh, for advertisements and Vin Diesel uh, trivia here. So I just got three prompts, one for each of you. Um, I'm just gonna go eeny meeny miny mo, and I'm gonna ac actually no, I'm just gonna say Jamie. We're gonna start with you. Okay. Uh, you are. Free tracks. Uh, I'll let you pick the the category here you want to do. Mythology for two hundred. Many are called for a thousand, or world politics for eight hundred. I'm intrigued by many are called. All right, many are called again. This is advertisement and Vin Diesel Jeopardy trivia. Many street, are called street sharks, right? Street sharks, you got it. Nice. Uh, yeah, nailed it. Iffy, iffy securities are sold to people on sucker lists from this high pressure call center. Also, a Vin Diesel film title. Boiler room. You got it. Boom. He's wow. good. He's good. Boiler room. What is boiler room? Sorry. You got it. What is boiler room? All right, let's go with 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 Zach. We'll let uh, we'll let Kyle bring home the rear. Do you want mythology for two hundred or world politics for eight hundred? Surprise me. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see who I think might actually get these. I'm gonna give. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I think Jamie. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I think Jamie's probably. I got the you best chance of getting these. No, no. So give Zach mythology. All right, mythology. Zach mythology for two hundred. <laughs> this is tough for two hundred. Really tough. The muse of history or an award given for the best advertisements of the year. I got this one. The muse of history Shit, man. or an award is, given for the best it? advertisement of the year. I'm guessing an award? Yep. Or the muse yeah. of history, if you know either of these. The Greek goddess of history or the award given for the best advertisements of the year. Um, what is uh, the... Um, ultimate, uh, wait, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wait. Okay, I had to rewind there. The Greek um, goddess ultimate. <laughs> I'm going to go with yourself. Oh, oh, oh ouch. <laughs> All right, Jamie, who is it? It's the Clio, Clio's. Yes. This is, the, yeah. this is the advertising awards. You win a Clio. It's like the Oscars All right. for advertisements. And Gosh. world politics for 800 for Kyle. You look at me and you think I know world politics for 800? Yep, absolutely. You're my go-to. Okay. Wow. When I, right. when I got Let's this one, I'm like, oh, got. Kyle will get this one. In quotes, in quotes, no nation in history has come as far as fast, end quote. No nation in history has come as far as fast, 
end quote. This country says of itself in its advertisements. Which country says that about itself? As far as my mind immediately... What am I? I can't even talk. My mind immediately goes to... Do it. Jamaica for oh. Usain Bolt. But that's not it. That's a, I like as that game. As far as fast... No nation as in far, history has come as far as fast, this country says. As far as... And I don't think it's really a play on words. Like, I think they're just boasting. As far as fast... What, the U.S.? It's also a fine no. guess, but no. Can I guess? You can guess. Is it is it a is it Japan? It's not. That's uh, not huh. not a bad guess. I, I was figuring people were going to go with North Korea because they got all the propaganda that they put out. <laughs> the correct answer yeah. is Saudi Arabia. Ooh, I never would never would have got that. Never. I felt like that was really tough for eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I was thinking Tokyo Drift. You know, mm, it must be a really prominent like slogan, like uh, Pure Michigan. Right. <laughs> Just out in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, pure Saudi. Yeah, as far as fast. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, Zach, save huh? the best for last. We save the best for last. This one's... Let's go. Open the door. All right. <laughs> Zach Facts, it's Zach Facts. When you're going down, get some Zach Facts. When you're going down. What? You hear that? Who? Yeah, who is it? Who? <laughs> oh, it's me. It's Zach, and I'm here to tell you some facts. All right. <laughs> Over under three and a half. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Jamie's sending the over under tonight. Yeah, three and a half. Breaking. I'm thinking. Breaking streaks. I'm going under. I'm going over. Okay, I'm going to join Brom. I'm going to go under as well. See, this is how it was last time. I flipped and I was wrong. Okay. The exact opposite of you guys. So, do me a favor. Look, Look at this. Look at this. Babylon AD gets misplaced all the time on the top 100 films list with the animated film Baby Lions AD. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Got some wordplay going on, and uh, it's quite interesting. Yeah. A movie. So, what is Baby Lions AD about? Can you explain the plot that's, of that movie? Um, yeah, that, that's a great film. That's uh, these two baby lions. They uh, meet and they have to travel back in time, right, um, to save the baby lions' parents from uh, a predator, a very mean lion. But right. um, and if they get, a, if they get, a, <laughs> I can't keep doing this. That's yeah. <laughs> see, I can, I, I can do that kind of stuff all day. That's like my jam. Uh, you know, it's Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, you were trying to say that. Back number two. Is it Michelle? What's How do you pronounce her last name? I don't want to screw that up. I'm it's probably yo. wrong because I'm always wrong on this, but we've been saying yo. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Yo uh, told Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of 
really messed this whole thing up. Uh, so this is Zach Fax 420 edition because th- we're recording this the week of 420. Um, you know what that means. And <laughs> Michelle, was it Yao, right? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelle Yao. Uh, she used to tell pot smoking stories all the time. All the time. Um, she said... She one time she, on a radio show, she said she could smoke Willie Nelson out from under the table. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> is that Willie? Is that Willie Nelson? I don't know, but that, oh, I'm cracking myself up. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> so stupid. <laughs> Yo, I've never heard any sound effect like that. <laughs> to incorporate that more um get me mm. get me all warm over here Zach Fax warming them up warming okay. his cockles we gotta yeah, let's get to, okay next fact next fact um you might have heard my mouth it's the last fact it's the last uh. fact mm-hmm. all right and this is a true story though this is a fact for all you Vin Diesel fans out there um this is a fact. On his way to the set, Vin Diesel gets got pulled over by a police officer. The cop asked Vin Diesel, um, how high are you? And Vin Diesel responded, no, officer. It's high. How are you? <laughs> Boom. Uh, did I it look like, like I was smoking? Jamie. It did. <laughs> <laughs> look good. I thought you were going to do the, the thing of seeing, like, how high are you? Like, 5'7"? Because he's short. <laughs> I don't know if he's short or not, but it's just a Didn't height. Didn't we do? I did like heights because when Ben missed last week, I did those or two weeks. Oh, remember? You did do? Yeah, I think yeah. he was on. I think he's five. I think he's like a regular, more regular height. Pretty average. Gosh. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Toilet stuff. That it? I, I thought that would have been I a good I, break. I think, I, I think that's making basically it. That's it. I think Did we ever know why it? was this? St- why was this called Babylon AD? Did anybody ever figure that out? No. Are we still actually talking? We're talking. We're talking. We're Babylon? talking. Yeah. We're, well, we're it's having... based on a book called Babylon Babies, but obviously they weren't going to make a movie called Babylon Babies. Does anyone know? Well, why this? Mo- then they said, "What sounds like babies?" And they said, "AD," and they said, "Perfect." Did we ever? F- did we ever 80s. figure out why this movie was made? Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 